G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. really beautiful day in march i don't know how it is in north carolina but up here it's great sun shining the pollen's out so you know take your take your allergy medicine i know i had to my co-host is my bro that shit because i'm a real nigga word my co-host is my bro bobby g me dapper j <laughs> and i don't know about you man have you ever had like one of your apps like glitch and it's like one of the apps you use the most and I'm like, bro, how am I supposed to, like, function if I can't use this app? So, for me, Gmail's been glitching on my phone. Like, I'll click Gmail, and it'll just shut off. And I'm like, word, so I can't check my email on my phone? <laughs> so, now I've been trying to, like, figure out different uh, email links, and they're all kind of, like, trash. So, I'm using Outlook, and I think that's working for me the best right now. You can't just use it on your computer? No, I mean, on my computer, fine, but I like having my emails come to my phone. Someone send me something important. No? I don't know what dire email you're going to get that you can't be at your house <laughs> and read it on laptop. I like seeing stuff come to my phone. It's like, oh, word, cool. You be, you need to be in work at 3 a.m. Well, I've mean, actually, well, we get texts. I wouldn't get that. Well, I would get, get it. Home, you get it. <laughs> I would get that in text like, hey, we got to be early. But because I do this new show, I don't need to, as long as the weather is good. So, I'm not tripping off that. Um, also, we have a celebration to uh, to declare, Rob. I don't, I don't know if you realize what today is. You know, on this day, and we're, we'll, we're going to get more into music a little later. On this day, 17 years ago, R&B was forever changed when Usher released Confessions, which more importantly means the world got to hear Superstar for the first time. <laughs> you say dumb shit all the time, bro. <laughs> this is probably the thing you're telling me about. Yeah. This is stupid. <laughs> no one cares about Superstar. Bro. bro, people do. Confessions didn't change R&B. Are you saying like that's the best R&B album? Some people are saying that. I don't. I don't know. If I want to. <clears> Some people jump. are stupid. <laughs> yes, Confessions probably not even the top ten R&B album of all time. Mmm. That's. Don't be both cruel. Both men and women are just. I don't know. That's ridiculous. A top confessions is in the top ten all time. Well, you think eighty seven on one's better, so yeah, I do. Is eighty seven on one top ten? Could be. 
So that could be, but not con- yo get the heck out of here, bro. <laughs> but wouldn't that just be a logical statement by me if I think eighty seven? Yeah, no, no, I, I agree, but nah, and eighty seven one is great. Um, I, I think it's top ten. I won't say it's the greatest album, greatest R and B album ever. Because I mean, there's so many different genres of. You got the neo soul, so like Jill Scott's first album, for me, like that's that's something special for me. Like that's Confessions level. Jill Scott first album, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You shit me. Then you got like which <laughs> Erica Badu album you throwing in? Are you throwing in Baduism or Mama's Gun? Like, are you putting in? Yeah, yeah, she got she got a couple that could could go in there. Yeah, and then and I I would assume that we're including solo R and B, not group R and B albums. I, is that fair to say? No, we're not letting hundred thousand in. Okay. No, I was saying like, are we including new edition ad- and Jodeci? Like, what? That's what I'm no. saying. Or is that separate? You yeah, know? that's a separate. Oh, I'm just to see, make it short. So you got those albums. Look, don't be cruel. Boom, I already told you. Better. You sweat in there too, like no. <laughs> Is that your cousin? Nah, but you know, he's cool. I met him a few times. He saw my video, so shout out to He said it was dope. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks anything that mentions him is dope. It's 2021, bro. Right, but that video came out 2014. <laughs> he, yeah, ain't, 2014. He, he ain't Bobby Brown. Never said he was. Um, who else? <laughs> like you could put maybe Alicia Keys. Oh, for sure. For her first album, absolutely. Her um, first two albums. You're right. Anything before 2010, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think Neo's first album, as much as I enjoy it, I think that might be like top twenty. First of all, you're just being blasphemous by not even mentioning the Queen, Mary J. Blige. Like, I mean, she got at least two. So it, it's tough. It, it that's a tough. And then also, are we including like a Luther? Uh, you know, like I'm not I, even trying to bring into like soul people. Oh, it's levels if we talking soul music, you know. Like, you know, no, I'm not even going. I'm not even going to try to do that to him. But I'm just saying, Confessions is fire though. So that's a I mean, Diamond album. Certainly is a timestamp. Like anybody, especially in our age range, like understood what Confessions meant at that time. Like absolutely, it birthed us. Chris Brown's first album. So, and. I'll, I'll I'll share this quick story and then we'll we'll get into like the layout of our podcast. I'll never forget, you know. I don't know how your folks were when it came to our music. My dad hated like the new school. Like he was just like all this music. Got my sampled. Dad was lit. You said what? My, my dad was lit. I was listening to Puff and shit. <laughs> and, like, my mom was on that. Like she she liked some of that stuff. Dad was like, Nah, y'all sample our music. And I'm like, but y'all get paid. Like, what, what's the problem? We we helping y'all survive, you know? He was like, none of y'all have any talent. Imagine you know, telling them, oh, okay, who created your sounds? Like, I'm helping you survive. Like, what? <laughs> what are you going to turn to the Drake? <laughs> we created this. So, like, <laughs> my, my dad's favorite singer is Luther, for sure. Like, I've grown up playing. Like, we clean in the house. Luther's playing, right? He was like, ain't no one. 
you know, on his level. Or there's no good R&B singers. And I'm like, I'm eight years old. I'm like, yo, we got Usher, bro. Like, this is 8701. <laughs> I'm like, Usher's the man. <laughs> and I'm like, you, it's like, Usher. And I was like, yeah, like, you can't disrespect who we got. You know, the Uche, you know, you remind me. The Uche. Imagine telling an old nigga about a chain. And no, somehow like, made I'm like, you, you remind me you got it bad, you know, and this picture eight year old squeaky voice me. And I'm just like, nah, you're not about to spec, you know, the usher. The problem like, with that is, it's like when someone say so and so better than so, like, uh, it's like, yeah, part of R&B is like the ability to sing. So like if you say Usher versus Luther, it's not even a fair fight. If you're talking about voice, who do you think is a better singer? It's Luther all day. So and if you're not even like I mean dog like and with R and B like you could just like a whole album and it, it have like two singles on it that really pop but like it'd be twelve songs of just yeah like this motherfucking sing it's probably gonna sound good like you know I mean yeah nah so confessions might be but is confessions better than any one Luther album. I feel like I don't even know if we're qualified because then if we say yeah, we're super biased. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, yeah, I guess because there's certain things you gotta live. I guess, like I'm sure, like I remember my dad like describing like Run DMC, like what that meant at the time, and I was like, oh, that's lit, sounds dope, <laughs> like whatever. So. Also, you know, let, let's get That's to this sure. March Madness, man. Um, oh it's funny. Shout out, shout out, Phil. He texts me. He's like, "Bro, you make a bracket." I was like, "No, not this year." I'm, you know, usually I'm all in for bet my money. Cause I'm like, <laughs> this year's one. You got COVID, so that could throw off. You know, your team could be balling, going crazy. They catch COVID, they out, and then you mad because you got money on it. And then also, I've watched some college basketball, but not enough like I would previous years. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just enjoy it as a fan. But you and I, we talked. So the teams I liked was Illinois and Michigan. Those were my two teams that I had. If, if either of them won a championship, I was okay. Mm-hmm. And Illinois is gone. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's crazy, man. Maryland lost. Georgetown got smacked. Um, Creighton is out here doing people dirty. Um, yeah, man. So, what, what's your thoughts? You you got brackets made? How do you feel? Man, I'm, I saw that. What's the name? Levers was injured on um Michigan, so I went and switched my shit to Ohio State winning it all. And them hoes left the um got knocked out in the first round. Y'all are trash. Like this bad, this most baddest when fucking Georgetown lost the Florida Golf Coast or whatever. In fairness, they did make it to Sweet Sixteen and they was going. No, crazy. it's no fairness. If you are Georgetown, you should not be losing to a team full of dunkers. Like, what is this slam ball, nigga? That was actually entertaining back in the day. Anyway, continue though. Yeah, I hated them. I was like, this. What kind of shit is this? This isn't basketball. He's <laughs> just playing football. <laughs> but um, yeah, fuck Ohio State. But that don't mean you should be sending people death threats, guys. Yeah, that's. Like, if anybody I, I knows me, you know I wanted to get some crazy tweets off too. Nah, but you don't if, if you know Rob. 
and and Rob is not pleased with you as a college athlete. Oh, he's definitely like revoke his scholarship. I've seen him do it in person. Stuff was crazy. Yes, he had a bad as, game. That was different. <laughs> that was different. No, we were playing good in spite of this man. He kept kept every time it was something good happening, he would just throw a pick and fuck it up. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand how he learned how to play football. Like, don't fuck up. Nah, I wish I could have been there that day. Was he like, was in the red zone, remember? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I'm just supposed to sit here and just accept this? <laughs> That's ridiculous. That was ridiculous. He was a habitual offender, bro. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, the like, death threats, I feel like when we when, looked up to, to college athletes as like our heroes when we were, you know, like little kids, they seem so much older. But then once you're that age or older, you're like, dang, these are like 18, 19 year old kids and they get death threats because they had a bad game. Yeah, it's like you understand, like when you like say, yeah, like when you 10, it's not even just about looking up to somebody. But like when you're 10, you just assume like a certain age is just an older age. Like when I was you know, 13, my brother's five years older. So you're like, oh, man, he's like. A real adult. He's so he's like hard and he's like ready for the world. And then you become eighteen. You're like I don't know shit about shit. Like right, this shit is hard. Like and then you imagine like wow, like we're both Maryland fans, so it's gonna be fuck JJ ready for the rest of our lives. Right? Absolutely, and also it's, shout out especially uh, when it comes SB. to basketball. Shout out SB Nation or AKA Secret Base. They did the uh, the beef series. Mm. of J.J. Reddick versus Merlin. So you should definitely check that out. It was really good. I was like, man, I really hated him more than any like, other Duke player. But I understand that, like, as far as, like, hatred-wise of basketball players at any level, like, when it comes to just basketball, outside, these two people are at work what once was. But, like, one is actually cool people. But Kobe and J.J. Reddick are two of the people I've hated and when it comes to basketball for decades like so no but like we niggas shouldn't have been doing what they did to JJ when he was in college like dude imagine being 20 years old and people are sending you hate mail and like they like, got your number so they're texting you in, in the little beef video they they made signs that JJ was smashing his sister and it's like bro, bro like <laughs> what that was man, weird yeah that's I knew like I knew um I like well I knew officially as an older and more uh, mature adult I knew college was crazy when Dez Wells was playing for us. And uh um the dude had a sign that was like, You rapist. I was like, What? Yeah. But <laughs> like, college fans like, should be a like, dead rapist. And I remember like being younger listening to like the AI stories and everything, right? About them like having like real people in jumpsuits and shit and like I mean, either but that or watching when the Fab Five documentary came out and the whole Jalen Rose scandal was like, just say no, just say no, or crackhead. Like, that's crazy, that's dog. Like, yo, like, and it's like college, because, like, professional sports has that guise of, like, professionalism, right? Generally speaking, you're going to get, like, you can get like passionate fans, but you can, but it's a certain level of decorum that you must uphold, just because it's professional sports. Like you're paying big money to see it, whatever. College sports has always had that level of like amateurism. You they would call it like I don't give a fuck. That just raw shit. Like you can just you're allowed to do your lease is way longer in college. Like yeah. as a fan, 
Like, think about fucking Duke niggas. What is it, the Cameron Crazies? Like, the dudes is out here with no shirt on. I've I've never experienced it for a men's game, but I've definitely got to see it up close and personal for a women's game. That stuff is different, bro. <laughs> see, like, so it's like, they 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 let they they be like oh they try to like disguise it as passion and everything but like if you're a grown man you know like certain shit's overboard like booing the nigga like you can do what you like you know what I'm saying you can be a fan and you know taunt motherfuckers and shit like that but like sending death threats bro like yeah that, that's that's whack that's, that's weenie behavior bro like, like and then you know we talking about the women. So right now in the Sweet 16 for the men, let's let's go to women. For me, um, you know, shout out A&T. We made the tournament, and I was hyped. And I was, I was telling Rob uh, off air yesterday, first half, one, they were showing, I remember talking with Mel. Mel was like, what do you think about a and I'm like, we play really good defense, like really good. But we don't have any legit scores. We have at best one. NC State saw that was like cool Deja winners you hit that game went on Howard that was cute you're not doing none of that and she didn't do squat but the first <laughs> half we getting fast break opportunities they got a big that's like maybe like 6-2 we were strapping her our detriment we was closing in on the paint so if you try to drive you weren't getting anything but the three was wide open I'm like <laughs> so we just can't defend the three like so really? talent showed up. Like like I said before, man, you just when you see anytime you see things, most games that won the sixteens, you know, except for the Virginia and um UNBC game, like you see you see the talent gap. Like you know, there's a point in time where like if you're a great team and you're facing a great team, it's going to be the battle generally, right? Right. At any point in time either team will take over. You know, like when you're not so talented versus a team loaded with talent, your talent will run out. You can only run but so many plays so many times. Yeah. Like you can only stop someone who's just better than you so many times. Like I'm sure Clyde Drexler could stop Michael Jordan one or two times, maybe three times, but like if I get twenty shots, twenty five shots a game. He wasn't doing it in ninety two, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Like, see, like I'm better than you, and it's gonna show the longer we play. But it's <laughs> it's also bad if like I'm doing something that wasn't even in my game. It's like, yo, Jordan's making six threes, bro. Like he don't even do that. I mean, it's like defending LeBron, and LeBron just start heat checking. I'm like, LeBron don't even. I used to hate when he would like get those heat check games against the Wizards. I'm like LeBron don't even make threes. He just start oh 35 feet shoots cash. And I'm like oh, that turnaround one is don't still, do that, I remember Rob. watching that game like we're really gonna beat the Cavs. And then Kevin Love threw a pass that ain't been thrown that well since freaking either D Wade or Grant Hill, bro. The craziest thing was I was thinking this is going to happen because first of all Kevin Love was one of the best. Yeah, inbound passes in the league for sure, of all time, all time. So I'm looking at them like, you guys need to triple team, quadruple team LeBron. He does not need to get the ball. He caught this. The moment he caught it, I was like, oh, he's about to hit that shit. He turned, boom. I was like, everybody was like, oh, I was like, like I just knew it was gonna happen. I was like, yeah, he's just gonna hit. It's like when you see, it's like when Steph hit that three against OKC that time. Yeah. When he shot it, I said, that's in. 
Like the moment he released it, I was like, you just know the feeling. He just stopped. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Bang. It's funny. I think you can see yeah. Cancer on the bench. And like he just threw his hands up, like dang it, <laughs> and like was in the air because it's like it's going in. Bruh, it's like you know, like it be it's some time to the time, like boop, boop. So yeah, but yeah, back to the women though. Shout out the Terps, we out here doing our thug dizzle, you know. And uh, says that I, I I just wanted to throw it out. Um, yeah, shout nice. out UConn, they doing. I mean. I, one I will say no shout out to UConn fuck UConn no I, I got a lot Gino, of fuck the Chinos fuck one, one Gino didn't even coach the first game cause he Dino's. had COVID so how y'all not beat these niggas like <laughs> he's not there y'all need to take advantage of these shits like what's I mean, going I, on like you just said you play a 16 seed yes the talent is there. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, using my words. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just said that. Like, this wasn't like Gino went there for the championship game. That's different. <laughs> all I'm saying is somebody. Okay, I hope that he doesn't. Nothing serious happens. There. Yeah, no, he he's fine. He's I would not object for someone to sneeze on him and give him a double COVID if they go against Maryland. We we're not in their bracket. In their we would play them in the final four. This is what I'm saying. When the time is right. Well, I don't know. I, I think, like, what was it? Uh, yesterday, or we're recording, so two days ago, Troy lost the game where it was just like, dang, you know how the little school rarely beats the big school, in women's especially. Mm-hmm. And look at the game. I'm like, wow, they're really going to win. And then some super questionable foul calls where you're like, really, bro? They're really about to let Texas A&M win this game? Bro, they really just won this game, bro. <laughs> like, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. You saw that clip of that March Madness where the dude, where that team comes back or wherever it's like eight points. I left. don't remember that happening. N- me neither. Like, and I was like, you understand how it would feel if I was on that team, like, and I saw our lead just dissipate. Like if, if I'm that guy, Rob, I gotta say my phrase. The amount of access he's gonna have okay. when he gets back to campus, he's getting premium boom. <laughs> like, do you like, know who I, I he's am? He's gonna reside in Pound Town for like <laughs> the near future. Like you gotta hit him with the John Wall. <laughs> like, bro, he you know he's gonna get free food everywhere. His life must have been the, like, I want to see a, a 30 for 30 on every player on that team to see where they're at from now, because they probably to go through bouts of depression from that one. And I want to see read, a 30 for 30 I on his life. I read the comments. They won the year before and the year after the team that lost. So mm-hmm. this would have been a three-peat had they won. But obviously, those wins they did win don't compare to that loss. Because to lose like that, nah, that's that's the one you don't play basketball anymore after that. Yeah, it would like it would be like no matter what, like if I get to the finals and I blow a three-one lead or something, or if or it's three up and I fucking blow game seven or something, I could win two championships after that. It won't matter. I'm still gonna be like fan. I could have had three, like not nah, like I, and I didn't grasp that concept fully until I was watching America's Game, right? Where they did uh, the seventy-one Colts, 
71. They won Super Bowl five. So they were talking about their whole year and how they won. And at the end, it was like, you know, we won the Super Bowl. You would have thought we was all like celebrating in the locker room. But actually, we were just reflecting like, man, we should have never lost to the Jets. Like we should have two of these. And that that pain of is like me winning Super Bowl is cool. And I like looking at the ring. But every time I look at the ring, I'm thinking I should have two of these. And we really lost the game. That we should have won. And I'm like, man, it's still 50 years later. They're still sitting like, we really lost that game, bro. The losses as a competitor, you break down the loss. Because, like, you almost expect to win most of the time, right? Yeah. Most of the games I've won in my life, I've expected to win. We had a good team. We were good. So, like, I figure if we play our game, we should win, right? It's some games where you like... We're better than these niggas. And then you lose and you're just like... Again, that's why I'm like... You're like, I turned the ball you, six times. I, that's why I always tell you, I'm like, I never get mad when a team I like loses to the better team. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you know that they are clearly the better team. It's just, it's just that you ran its course. When you lose to a team you know you're better than, that eats with you. Like, as Washington football fans... Again, if if the Washington football team in 2012 would have lost to the Niners in the NFC Championship game, I would have not been mad. Why? Because I saw that team. I'm like, they're going to the Super Bowl. So I was losing mm-hmm. to Kaepernick. I'm like, cool. That's a great. We reached our ceiling. Losing to Seattle, but I knew we were better than them. That hurts. Or as a Wizards fan, we swept the the Rock uh, the Raptors. I'm like, yo, we about to beat the Hawks. They trash. If we play LeBron, are we beating LeBron? No. We definitely was going to get a game or two. But I would have been cool. I would have hated LeBron a little bit more, maybe. But I would have been cool and been like, you know what? They are better than us. Like, I can live with myself. Us losing to Atlanta and hearing LeBron yeah. say it was he was high-stepping Rob. Uh, the way, it, was it was the easy. way we lost. That still was, lives with me, dog. It was it was a way. like, And that's part of the thing. It's like, okay. We're gonna say with this back to obviously to the women's tournament, but like part of the part of the heartbreak would be like if it's stolen from you. Like when I looked at the um, Knuckleheads interview with Chris Webber, and I'm like, yo, he needs to get in the Hall of Fame because that's the only way you have a happy ending to a man's career where he's like, I damn nigga, I gypped out a national championship. You know, he it was his time out or whatever, but like nigga, like he had two shots. And in his eyes, of course, I me mean, as a Lakers fan from OG days, he's like, this nigga stole the series from us. A crooked ref who later came out and was saying I was taking deals and shit. You stole a game. Like, if they, like, yo, that's what, 2002? Yeah, 2002. They beat the Nets. For sure, for sure, it would it wouldn't have been a sweep, but yeah, they would have beat the next. If he gets a ring, he's already in the hall. Same way we look at Dirk when he finally got that ring, Mm because the MVP really didn't shit until he got the ring. Absolutely. But then we're like, oh man, that shit's amazing. We all thought Kevin Garnett's my second favorite player. We all thought Kevin Garnett's really great MVP guy, amazing leader, both sides of the ball. That ring. Put him yeah. in that rarefied category. Absolutely. 
You, we look at Tim Duncan the way we look at Tim Duncan because of them rings. Chris Webber gets left out of the conversation, even though he did a lot of winning, because he don't got that ring. And if, in his eyes, it, that was stolen from him. He didn't lose that game. I'm like, fam, I remember watching that game, though. <laughs> Just smiling, like... <laughs> so what can you do? It's happening. Yeah. Like, yo, fam, Kobe Bryant assaulted Mike Bibby. Which I was all in. I to this day I I don't like my Bibby. Yeah, nah, I I remember. I was a definite Mike Bibby hater, bro. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I could not stand him, dog. Like, I respected Chris Webber. Like, I feared Chris Webber because I thought he was just like a dynamic player. Like, you didn't know what he would do. Like, he could just go for fifty or something. Like, get mad rebounds. But like Mike Bibby, oh my god, just 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 a dude, just. Because Hello, the reason right. I like Jay Will, like Jay Will was flashy, mm-hmm. but like Jay Will never played defense, so I didn't really fear Jay Will. When they got Bibby, I'm like, crap, Bibby can play. This bro. is bad. <laughs> nah, Bibby was a Bibby was real, bro. Clutch threes, strong point guard. They had a really good team, man. Bobby Jackson, I was about to Bobby Jackson off the bench. Peja. I hated Vladi, bro. Oh my gosh, he would flop all the time versus Shaq. Like, I swear Shaq would get the entry pass and he'd be on the fucking court. I'd be like, how did you already fall? Oh my god, I hated him. So yeah, um, salute to the ladies. Um, you know, we team Maryland out here. I rock with UConn. We're definitely gonna win the championship. Uh, I'm cool with that. It's been 15 years, yeah. They referenced it in the A&T game. It was like NC State, they're the first team to beat two number ones in the same year. Um, there's only three teams that have done it. The first team was the uh, Terps that won the national championship. It was like, yeah, when Chris Tolliver hit that three, I was like, dog, you had to be there, bro. Shout out Christy, man. That's, that's my girl. Yeah, yeah, that was when – that's kind of like when I got put on the game by Maryland, like around that time. I was like, wow, we have a really good team. Well, we're winning a really a lot of games. <laughs> I was like, we have a shot to win this shit. And, and we won it in the perfect year because after that, like we, we won at the perfect time. Because, you know, I was like, we're good, but – you knew we weren't repeating because like Candace had was really coming into her own and yeah. we couldn't stop her and then UConn couldn't stop her and that's it's like the Rockets when they won in the Jordan break we were like yeah, yeah the Rockets are really good okay no Jordan alright we can break through snatch what we can get and Jordan's back we're like alright like we're still good but we not great yeah we not like, we'll still be competitive, but like Candace was dunking at a time where yeah. no one in in the country. We were loaded with NBA talent, though. We had M- a lot of NBA talent on that team. Like, yeah, but, no, for sure. Like, we had yeah, a lot we, of dope people. We but an Candace, they were like, just better. Like, first yeah, it was Candace, and then it was the Maya Moore experience where we were just sitting there, like, yeah, like, like, yeah. After that, it was like first, like Tennessee was back to being Tennessee. It was like, damn, they back to winning it. Then, yeah, like. That's not what we can do is like, well, they yeah. got her and until she leaves <laughs> like Bruh. Like watch I remember watching UConn with Maya Moore and just thinking like Unbelievable. It, there's they no chance of straight games, bro. 
dog. I was like, why are they even showing the games anymore? We know who's going to win the tournament. Like, the only time I watched the tournament games, well, the, the first time I actually like was watching the tournament games during UConn's run was when Brittany Griner was there. And I was like, a person at that size can do that. That's game-changing ability. She can stop UConn. Oh, and she did. Like, she, she single-handedly, like, that Brittany Griner era, bro, like... Bam. Skylar Diggins. But, like, Skylar was in the same conference as... As UConn, like imagine you playing UConn four times a year, bro. And it's like I'm nice, my team nice, but they just better. <laughs> bro, nigga, imagine, nigga, we were Maryland fans in the ACC, bro. How many times we, were, I was like, well, yo, we have a really good team, but then like UNC and fucking Duke were just loaded with NBA time. We're just like. Like yo, fam. Like we had to go against Hansborough and Ty Lawson and them, Danny Green and them. Yeah, two times a year at least. Fucking Shire and but Nolan even, Smith even go back and them. to UConn. Like I remember telling you, this is before you came to AT. I'm like, yo, Mel got a friend on a Notre Dame team. In person, that is the best women's team I have ever seen. And I'm like, you know what? I want them to win, right? Just to say, I saw that championship team. Maryland played Maryland played UConn this is the Stewie era which we really need to give like you know how far you gotta be to come in on your recruit like once you declare like yo my goal is to win go 4 for 4 like she said that like I'm going 4 for 4 to be a legend here that's what I gotta do cause no one did that and then she did it bro and you know, UConn, I was like, yo, man, Notre Dame about to beat UConn. Rob, it wasn't even close, bro. <laughs> Mel was drinking the next day. Like, Mel only came to school drunk outside of homecoming because that's a whole different story. When UConn smacked, and it, it wasn't a game. I'm like, dang, like, I know a girl on the team. I got to meet the team. They were cool. <laughs> and it, it didn't matter, bro. Yeah, that's that dynasty talk, and, bro. And speaking of UConn, Paige is... I don't know if you've been watching. Paige is dope. But the girl, AZ, she from Virginia? Rob, when she come, they might rip off. This is the tweener. Like, if, if Merlin win this year, mm-hmm. you know we're going to be hype. Rob, I'm not even screaming back to back. I'm like, we have what we have, and I am grateful. Because what's coming... Yeah, no, we just gotta take what we can what we can get, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, nah. But nah, man. Um, should we? I thought this was gonna be one of our long episodes. Screw it. Uh, how you feel about the NBA, man? Bron hurt. Lamelo hurt. How you feel, bro? It's a government conspiracy, bro. It's a government conspiracy that LeBron got his ankle rolled up. It wasn't a dirty play, just part of the game. That LaMelo one was wild. I was like, dang, what? Like, it's part of the game, huh? People get their ankles rolled up. Steph Curry was that's first five years of his career. Compare Steph Curry's body type to LeBron James. Okay. Steph Curry's like, highly susceptible to that injury. Sure. That ridiculous. What happened against LeBron James? It's like, nah, it wasn't a dirty play. But 
I mean, it sucks like hell, man. Like, we already got AD out. But, I mean, if we can get Drummond and then start trading motherfuckers, we can limp. As long as we get into one of the eight seeds, we're good. We're going to beat any of you bitch-ass niggas. Like, we are, I'm already, we're already here. AD healthy, LeBron healthy. Come playoff time, we're one of the eight seeds. Well, I think it's like ten because of the playing shit. Yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. Beating y'all asses. So it don't even matter, really. But, no, nah, okay. I mean, a month without AD. I mean, God, we don't know how long AD's still out. And a month, a month without, without LeBron, LeBron. Yeah. Like I said, they're saying we're going to get Drummond. We need to start willing to do it. They're talking about trading KCP, thank God. If y'all could trade him for Cam Reddish, that that could be something. Damn, I might they're talking about. That would be cold. they talking about. When they said that, I was like. We get camp ready. <laughs> Repeat. We'll see. Cause you need, cause see what you need. You need a good bench score. You know what I'm saying? You need somebody like that who got that type of talent off the bench. And then switching to Lamelo, do you think even though with him being out for the rest of the year, do you think he's the rookie of the year, or no. can anyone jump? No. No. First of all, the metal ball is not playing on the same level as Zion Williamson was, okay? And he didn't get rookie of the year over um, over John Morant. And Anthony Edwards is pretty, it's a close second for rookie of the year already. So, you missing the rest of the year? No, you can't get it. No. Like people, hype. obviously Lamelo got the hype, but come on, man, he ain't no light years ahead of the next nigga. So, no. Anthony Edwards, that brother is—he's cooking. He's cooking. But then you got to look at like quickly, like quickly been balling, like quickly has had one of the best rookie years this year too. And I mean, the, he had some games. And the Knicks make the playoffs. That no, that's... you don't get no credit for that. What? You get no what? He doesn't get any credit. You get minimal credit because you're nowhere near the top. You're not even the top three option on that team. He's still averaging Randall, like six. Barrett, Rose. Isn't quickly averaging like. Like what? Throw a number was, out. Huh? Throw a number out. I wasn't going to say like no 27 because then we would know if, if he was doing that. 27. I said I wasn't. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> 12. 12.7. That's cool. That's, that's. <laughs> you said that like he's an amazing scorer. <laughs> no, I mean, he's solid, he's bro. He's a game changer. And Wait, no, he's a good, he's the a, towel boy huh? is a game changer, okay? Like. <laughs> I said the Knicks are making the playoffs this year. The Towel Boy is the game changer. Like, no, he's not. <laughs> the game changer is simply Julius Randle. Okay, shout out Julius Randle, man. In fact, he's played better than even I ever thought he'd play. Kobe believed he was like he reminded me of a, a young Lamar Odom, bro. Kobe told us, yeah, told us, bro. Man, like I don't know how that. That's one of those bets you just take. It's like fifty dollars down, you get fifty grand, and when like the near future or some shit, and you're like, "Yep, time to collect." You're like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like who bet on this?" He told us. 
He told us before he retired, he was like, oh, he's going to be nice. <laughs> and then he was not nice until this year. <laughs> he like, was cool last, mean, last year. year was all right. Last year, last was, year was, he was starting to hit his stride. Yeah, last year he was pretty good. This year he's been like nice. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I've, yeah. I've always liked Randall's game, so. Um, I did. I've always hated this game. He has short arms like a T Rex. And then lastly, as we're on sports, I know we spend a lot of time on sports, you guys, but a lot of stuff is going on. If y'all know Rob, one free agency is still occurring. But y'all listen to this podcast, you know that Rob doesn't like many players. Like Rob has his, he has his favorites. Let me say that because I don't want to say you don't like anybody. But you have your select few people that you like. Yes, Bessie Bessie right here. And then it's even rare that he likes players who aren't Heisman Trophy winners. So he's been a Deshaun Watson champion, supporter, advocate for the last five like years. Like how you advocate out there. <laughs> you know, you got to switch the verbiage, the lingo, you know, to show my degree, you feel me? <laughs> All um, right, right. We, we both are in favor of Deshaun's uh, athletic ability. We believe, I believe he's the second best quarterback in the league today. Like, I think he's really dope. Um, him, all these accusations are super left field for someone who's been watching him over the years. You know that he's never really done anything out of line in college in in Houston. So this is all kind of like we're trying to, you know, kind of figure out what's going on. Pray for the the alleged victims. I don't know what, really what to say. Do you have anything you want to say on it, or do you want to wait until things fully play out to really give a full, uh, full diatribe or thought on it, whatever? Say what you can say. If you're guilty of this shit, it's bad. Then I hope you get the worst shit that can come to you, because it sounds crazy. But if you're not guilty of this shit, this is crazy. Like, we have never seen this before. Yeah, a, a guy who is already getting the money, who, is he in his prime yet? I feel like it's... Sure. I'm all right. For sure. But you know, like, quarterbacks hit their prime, like, 28. That's what they say. He's 25. Some people is just that talented. Yeah, like Peyton Manning. <laughs> uh, I just wanted... I mean, second year, he went... 13-3. And like LeBron James. And Shaq. Right. And Mike. Yeah. And Kevin. And, uh, I'm joking. Anyway. um, Yeah, so I, I just pray pray for Deshaun, man. Pray for his mental. Pray for the family. And as more information comes out, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you can do. Like, for shit like that, you just got to wait for more information. Like, Cause that shit sounds crazy. The number just keeps growing by the day. I think he up to what fourteen? Yeah, it's it's something astronomical. And then I feel like when we drop this episode, it's gonna be like six more or something, something wild. So, so like, yeah, this is crazy. But if he did not do this. It's the evil world we live in. This is literally the craziest thing we've ever seen in our lifetime. Um, of someone who wasn't guilty, yeah. Of anything, period. 
Yeah, you're right. Because, like, like, Bill Cosby's obviously crazy. For that's sure. That's crazy. And it's Bill Cosby, so it's like, damn, that's crazy. But ultimately, if you do that shit, I mean, you would think it's going to come out one day who, like, God knows how long. But for someone to go out of their way to, to, to slander your name and have all of these witnesses and uh, accusers and whatnot. I'll tell you one thing. If Deshaun is fully innocent, like that chip on his shoulder, I might draft him the first pick overall, bro. Because that's guaranteed, like, he's going to have the greatest season of all time, bro. I'm, I'm just saying it. Yeah, if he leaves Houston. <laughs> yeah, but um, let's let's get to the music, man. A lot of, a lot of, I or there was some enjoyable music. Let me say it wasn't a lot, but it was some enjoyable music. The first up, Benny the Butcher, Griselda, Harry Fraud. Harry Fraud is in the running for producer of the year. It's early as March. Got a long way to go, but coming off of what he was doing last year, I thought he had the third best kind of run. Between Hit Boy and um, mm-hmm. and who was the other producer who had a crazy? Well, anyway, Hit Boy was it was Hit Boy's year last year. This year, Harry Fraud was cooking last year, and he's he's doing just as good, if not even better. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I could put it over Burden of Proof. That's that's kind of a real debate. But yeah, Benny was amazing. That that record with him and Two Chains, yo, yo, yo. I think yeah, it's one of his best projects, man. Like probably top three. Okay. Because Brandon Proof is fire, but so is um, kind of talk three. Now something you know I've been hearing, and uh, I guess shout out Ice on Twitter officially Ice. Do you like Benny on this type of production or more like Alchemist? Alchemist was the other producer um, that was referred to earlier. Mm-hmm. Or more Alchemist type beats. Do you like the versatility or you like, you know, simplicity? Um, I mean, obviously, I think I prefer Harry Fraud because he can do both. Like, he's going to, he can give you because of, I mean, obviously, what he did with French. And them coming up, mm-hmm. he can give you that gritty, grimy New York shit that you want to hear, that you want to feel. But he can also give you some, you know, some more up tempo shit, like some shit that feels more modern. Like, so I, I will say, fraud is Harry's. Harry's uh, been that dude for a long time, man. A long time. Whether well, it was. French, yeah, him with currency, Jim, and I will say, man, it was really cool to hear that Chinks record. It it had been a while, so to hear Chinks, I'm like, that's that's pretty dope. That was super dope. Yeah, man. Hearing French and Jim on a record with Benny was hard. This is like, a really good product. If you like, like how, like how, just like how. I think I like you know me. I think Benny's the best in the group. He's, I, he's no, I, I, I'm with you on that. Um, I'm glad I'm glad he's getting his moment. Like, I'm not saying like okay, because he doesn't have the mainstream look that like there's other New York artists has. 
So it's not the same as like when Kendrick got the crown of the West. Yeah. But like I'm glad that the niggas who's rapping in these, like, they showing love to Benny. They like, yo. Yeah, he nice, man. Yeah. I mean, to get what Jim French, Fat Joe, like he's getting the respect yeah. of real New York rappers. Like Jay Z's throwing him in the playlist the past two years. Mm-hmm. It was really year in review kind yeah. of list. That Thanksgiving is gonna make the list, bro. That song is like it's been a minute since I done played a song like a rap rap song like that. Like, whew. yeah, he's he's fire, yo. Benny Benny dropped that. Plus, I met too. It's, it's hard. Like, it's front runner for album of the year so far. You know what I'm saying? I, and then we're we gonna switch up with R&B, man. I don't. Before we get to Beaver, because I feel like Rob didn't listen to Beaver. Um, oh, you listen to the, to the man who says nigga? <laughs> he did say it, so I can't say That's he didn't say it. Crazy. Only, he said, only, did say it like it was just a thing. Like, yeah, he did say it. Like, he called me a nigga, but. <laughs> he and. When, that video was from like the the baby era so like he's definitely matured and grown since then I'm saying that wasn't like yo he had did the uh, the journals album or the believe album and then the he was baby singing. era huh? isn't Ludacris on that song yes so you can work with a black guy but when you chilling with your friends he was you signed, just he was signed to Usher so he was signed to a black guy like that's why Usher really stopped singing. You said what? I said that's why Usher really stopped singing. Like he was signed to Bieber was signed to him. Yeah, because he sold his voice for Bieber some millions. <laughs> I mean, look at Akon. It was like Akon was cooking, then Lady Gaga took off. It was like I don't really need to make music anymore. Like I'm good. I can go be the philanthropist Africa needs, <laughs> especially Senegal. <laughs> Um, and other things, but, I mean. but the the album I was referring to is Joyce Rice. Her mm-hmm. album Overgrown. She's been on features. She's been on West Side Guns album. Um, she's made a couple appearances here and there. She was on Lucky Days. I wonder for that. <laughs> she was on Lucky Days uh, Table for Two EP, and she had one of my favorite records on that. So I'm like, you know what? It was on the suggested. That's Let me go listen to like, it. What? A feature on every song? Yeah, where he did a duet or a song with yeah, a woman. Yeah, yeah. She was yeah on I there. didn't know that. I didn't read the um, names for some of them, but they were fire though. Yeah, she was on there. And I was like, you know, I'm going to check it out. I, I can ride it. I can easily, I can get into an R&B singer faster than I can get into a rapper. Because it's like, again, if you, as long as you can sing and the music sounds good, the production sounds good, then I'll rock with it. Nah, because you start talk, singing about some shit I don't care about, I'm going to turn that shit off. Well, see, I'm more open. That's that's just me, though. But then again, if you start rapping about some shit I don't care about, I'm going to turn that shit off, too. But yeah, no, I mean, it's 14 tracks. Uh, sh- Like, the record she got with Lucky was hard. The, the song with Freddie Gibbs, like, all her collabs was cool. Um, the record I like the most they would be. Oh, you you referring to the the interludes? Oh, they <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I don't wake up in the morning and lie to you. No, nah, I mean, yeah, that record. 
it was interesting Straight to hear West Side Gun on like a on a a, a hip hop R and B type. No, it's no, it's not. It's not interesting to hear him on anything. His voice is horrendous. Like yo, there are some voices where you can be like, oh, he got a different voice, but it go with the joint. Like yo, Freeway got a crazy voice, but. <laughs> West Side mm-hmm. just he makes amazing like music and his albums are great, but like Ghostface Killer got a crazy voice, but it sound dope. But I, I felt like he was trying to get his ghost face off. You know, Ghostface and Ray are good on R and B joints. But for me it was like it was cool. Um It was it was why. Why was that there? Other than that, the whole album I from the intro Chandler to you to the outro overgrown uh think think about you so so sick yeah she I'm, killed I'm it dope. I fuck with it yeah so I'm hopefully shoot if she's so listening I'm gonna try to get you to come on the podcast cause I was hard yeah she had your boy on there um Morrison dude yeah, Devin Morrison too. Like she had. I was like, yo, I remember that name. I don't know from what. <laughs> Masego, Katranada. Like she had dope people. That was a great project, yo. Yeah, I hope. Um, you know, sky's the limit for it because she, she's dope, super dope. Uh, my review on Bieber's album, I enjoyed it. The only thing that I thought was really weird, and Rob, this is gonna make Rob not even want to hear it even more. So you know how you cut something on, but like you hear something else, you're like, wait, that couldn't have been on the album. Maybe like my phone, I clicked a video or something. I hear Martin Luther King, and I'm like, hold up, did I like click a video? All right, nope, <laughs> nope. And nope. I I thought that was weird to hear Martin Luther King on a Justin Bieber album. It's weird <laughs> to hear Martin Luther King on the album of a guy who once harmonized one less lonely nigga. Cause that was a remix. I don't even think that's the original song. Yeah, it was. He was doing one less lonely girl. Yeah. Anyway, it's not. He just threw nigga in there. <laughs> was that the reference track? I I don't know, Rob. Man, y'all support this man, yo, fam. But the album is alright. The record with Dale Caesar and Giveon Peaches. That record oh, is hard. Oh wow! So you listen to Coons too. <laughs> Oh, look how he spends his time, guys. <laughs> you see me listening to that shit. Like, that's crazy. You know, I don't even... Hey, you know what's funny? Because you're supposed to be coming home soon for your birthday. Like, we're going to ride around. I'm, I'm going to just throw it on. Yeah, I will, like, I will pour a drink on your speaker or something, bro. Hey, like, then we got to fight. Like, <laughs> Yo, man, you're going to fight over a white man that called you nigga. See what they do to us? <laughs> Dang, I really be damn. Never mind. <laughs> but um, other than that, that's all. Like, oh wait, 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 wait. Last thing for music, we mentioned Usher being in the show. Over the weekend, it made ten years since the weekend came into the world with House of Balloons. Rob, I don't know about you, cause you're. You are a weekend fan. You like, especially My Dear Melancholy is one of the greatest EPs ever created by man. If y'all don't know, so you can stop the podcast, go listen to it, and then come back, and we'll be like, yeah, you was right. Um, but for me, I tell people, told you, I've told a story 
I'll say it again. Drake tweeted the link from his blog. I was like, oh, it's maybe another rapper from Canada or something. I download it. I'm like, it was a naked girl on the cover. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Click the high, the intro high for this. And I'm expecting rap. So I heard the beat. I'm like, this is a weird rap beat. But okay, you know, I don't know what Canadians do. Like, all right, whatever. And then I just hear the weekend. You don't know. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, what is this? Yo. <laughs> and I was playing that do. all senior year. I was like, yo, the weekend is my man's dog. Like, And that's why I was so proud of, at the Super Bowl performance. I'm like, there was a time we didn't know what he looked like. And in 10 years, he's headlining the Super Bowl? Hey, bro, I don't care what people say about his performance. It's automatically hard. And uh, yeah, no, nine tracks. Uh, I remember people were like, "Oh, Thursday or Echoes of Silence is better." I'm like, "House of Balloons is the greatest thing the weekend ever gave us." Um, still to this day, even because the records that didn't make that was on Take Care, and those records were great. Crew Love, The Ride, mm. Shot for Me was supposed to be on House of Balloons. So that should just say like, hey, this That's it was crazy. Pure flames. <laughs> like so he was fifty cent and Drake was game. Damn. No. no. <laughs> Damn. He gave him he gave him his classic. Because Lord knows still exists. Over my dead body still exists. The real her. He also had the motto, so that was trash. Hey, so that- alone canceled that out, so you know. <laughs> but um yeah, no, nah, man, I just remember that time, and for it to be 10 years, I was like, yo, I remember that, and to this day, shout out my dog, Craig, we we saw the weekend in uh, the club, and I had the money to meet him, but I didn't have a, I had to use some of that money to help my man get in, but just seeing the weekend, because that's when Trilogy had came out, when they had packaged it, I'm like, yo, that's the weekend, you know, so that was, that was really cool. Like his meet and greet was twenty dollars then. Like that's just kind of crazy now to think about. And you didn't pay. I didn't because I didn't want to leave my man out. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you better than me, bro. Like if it wasn't like one of my man's man, like if it wasn't like you or something, you'd be like, hey, hold on real quick. I'm about to go meet the weekend. I'll be back. <laughs> Where I'm like, yo, I'm gonna tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, sorry, bro. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, man, shout out, shout, shout out, out to the weekend, weekend man. man. Like riding to it today, I'm like, man, after the party and after party still goes. Um, the morning, bro. What? Like, dog, that whole mixtape is <laughs> still great. Still holds up. Still know the lyrics, <laughs> like. I mean, good R and B generally does hold up. Yeah, it's hard to get out. It's hard to get outdated on R and B. That's fair. The sound has thing, to be. Even most of the things that you're referencing aren't going to be aged, you know. But rap, like, you're damn near like describing like shit that you're wearing. Like a nigga say, like he got baggy jeans in the song. You already know this is 2002. <laughs> Like you, that's just never gonna sound new. Like you got a South poster, like you know this is not anywhere. But then near. Also, rappers be like, "Yo, it was the year two thousand and three." Be like, "All right, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, that'd be the worst one." Like, 
they be talking about selling drugs. <laughs> so they be like, it's a 96. And you like, you was like eight, my nigga. <laughs> that was funny. I never doing? get the first time I heard you don't know because I didn't hear it through the blueprint. Mm. You know, I, I, I didn't really listen to the blueprint until I met you in 10th grade. So, like, I remember... I was with my mom. We went somewhere. We came back, and the DJ was doing like a radio mix or whatever. And like they threw on "You Don't Know" in the mix, and I'm like, "This Jay Z record sounds crazy." And mom was like, "I've never heard this. Maybe it's new." And I'm like, "It can't be." She's like, "How do you know? He's rapping about Rockaware. He hasn't owned Rockaware for like years." And like I'm just like this, I gotta find it. And before Shazam, I just kind of remember a couple of the lyrics, typed it in. Yo, this is it. And then that's hilarious. Cause that's like six, seven years later. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I know it's not. <laughs> he just referenced Rockaway. <laughs> and the last thing we gotta talk about music. All right, so a lot of people were questioning versus, you know, do they still have it? Did they not? You actually saw Ray versus Ghost. I didn't, so you could tell me about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was hard. They did a bunch of the records. Um, I think the way they did it was like if it was like Raekwon's song, he could perform it even if Ghostface was on it, and vice versa. Gotcha. It's hard. Like, like I said, it was everything. They had a few Wu Tang members come out there. So. Do you have a winner for that, or it was just all in good fun? Oh, shit. All in good fun, that's what this sounds like. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I might have edged it to, like, Raekwon, maybe. But that's just because he's, like, more of my favorite one, so... But I don't know. I think it was real close, though. I don't know. So... Once Versus dropped the lineup of what's coming up, the biggest thing is, you know, Easter weekend, Earth, Wind & Fire versus the Ozzy Brothers. Um, we can all universally agree that, like, Earth, Wind & Fire is probably the bigger group, the more talented group. They have more hits. They're, like, as my brother said, they're for everybody. The Ozzy Brothers is on some grown, like, once you really get older, you get in that bag, you're like, yo, the Ozzy Brothers is it. I do think Earth, Wind & Fire wins. It's going to be close. Yeah, my man's and my man's at work and me, we did one of them drunks, kind of, because we had that uh, Earth, Wind & Fire, Ozzy Brothers debate. And I was like, what? Like, there's no way Earth, Wind & Fire is going to lose this. But <laughs> like, I will say, like, Earth, Wind & Fire has guarantees. Like, when they play September, that's a guarantee. But there's nothing they could play that's going to be between the sheets. And people was like, well, what about this? I'm like, ah. Because someone, uh, I think Jamel, she was like, I'm arguing with my husband. What's, what would you prefer, Reasons or Between the Sheets? And I'm like, Reasons is an amazing song. <laughs> but I'm like, Between the Sheets, bro? Like, this is different. Because I'm like, Earth One, for me, Ozzy Brothers get sampled more. So, like, we, even if you don't necessarily know, like... Well, that's only because their beats are generally more like they're just easier. It's more, it's a more palatable what, what sound. What Jay Z say? Just the sound of his voice is a hit. <laughs> it's like yo, if they play that in the battle. Like, that's hard. You gotta give it to him. 
they get like three points. Now nah, I'm joking. If Earth Wind Fire Thrones is more like disco speed, you know? Yeah. So it's like you're not running the sample that, you know? And like you said, a lot of that shit is like hit records. So like I'm sure that sample's a pretty penny. Right. I mean, everybody's been every, a lot of people have rapped on uh, the Between the Sheets sample. Yeah, a lot of people. So maybe it's not that crazy. Uh, or maybe it's how, so fire. How can, how can you flip September? I don't know. Well, they try to do it on Twitter with Pop Smoke, and that was either you liked it or hated it. So, nah, this is like. I'm just wondering who all is going to be there because like a lot of My the Isley brothers they aren't alive and Ron's health isn't the best so I'm wondering like who's <laughs> not, I'm not laughing because it's health but the way you said it was like I'm like who's going to be there bro like, I don't know. like a lot of the Isley brothers died bro so I'm like and then what makes me mad for the Isley brothers I'm like yo if he who should not be named was it canceled those are extra records you could play but you know they so old they, I don't think that cancel is gonna affect them he gonna play that shit and we gonna be jamming <laughs> like we not supposed to sing this who's, who's we don't be trying to throw me in your filth <laughs> the comments will be like hey no but then it's secretly like yo this still is kind of like what happens when he plays Contagious bro that's what I'm saying it's gonna be yeah but like I'm be turning my phone off but uh <laughs> but nah yeah nah they're gonna lose I see brothers are gonna lose I think it'll be like a a 12-8-13-7 yeah I'm picking I'm, I'm thinking 13-7 yeah but it's definitely gonna be hard though like <laughs> it was crazy you know how far you had to be musically where you could dress like that and no one would try you because y'all was real gangsters like <laughs> Ozzy Brothers was real okay. like, it was also the 70s and shit like yeah. niggas were dressing like that anyway <laughs> hey, every time I look at any movie set in that time I'll be like who the fuck walked around like that bro like, but they was real killers bro like you know fam like they, those them straight razor, razor dudes like they just cut your ass like <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like damn I ain't even do nothing but yeah, um, yeah. they uh, saying the rematch is gonna be Teddy and Babyface how do you feel cause Babyface Teddy's is gonna to kick his again. ass <laughs> and like because do they get the kick his ass the first time he he didn't he, he it was look only look if we do song for song that he that was played he did I have him winning he but his Wi-Fi wasn't giving him the best presentation. Okay, so that was the first battle. Second time they do it again, and he he didn't win. Bro. But that's what I'm saying. Like it was the shit was getting weird, and then the nigga was doing the running man. <laughs> but the real the real question is, do they play same songs or is it all different songs? Yeah, yeah, you play the same songs. It's been like four. It's been like a year, bro. Anybody remember that set list? If Teddy Riley goes two battles without playing Remember the Time, he That's needs what I'm saying. to I be think hit. There's going to be records that he didn't play the first time. He's going to be like, nah, this we got to get into this one now. Like, this is the shit he's going to play. He's going to go 28. He's going to spank babyface ass, bro. He's not, bro, but it's it's cool. I don't know what it is. You can take that soft cookie cutter shit and 
Later well, they's gonna get more into the waiting to exhale soundtrack. It's like, oh y'all forgot about this record? That's yeah. all he gonna play. That's, that's all he 16 gonna play? records right there. That, that's just right there. That's he gonna, gonna play, play comfortable with Wayne. He gonna cook him right there. It's like, hey, I'm still That's here. gonna be fire? What? Yes. What are we doing here, bro? Comfortable is still fire. It still gets played. No Diggity is way better than Comfortable. They're different. Bruh, bruh. Oh my God. <laughs> they different. They are different. They different. You know what else is different? <laughs> like, but like, like, no, Teddy's got too much, bro. He gonna play, he gonna play my prerogative, and all you gonna do is stand there like, damn, yo, like, there's nothing I can play. Okay, I'm telling you, Babyface gonna show y'all again that I'm that guy. Again. Oh, no, 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 because he's not that guy. 14 he's too 6 soft, bro. <laughs> he's too soft bro okay you know he just happens to be one of the greatest writers and producers history of modern music but you're right I'm not saying I'm just saying who is that like he was, must not be named no babyface is one of the greatest writers and producers in the history of modern music I just yeah, said Teddy Okay. Who does this combo when when that battle happens? He ain't created genre. All right, that's fine. Anyway, yeah. um, let's get into something that had my social media blowing up. Before we get into, I guess, what else is in the world. Um, I saw this tweet on the timeline. I posted on IG, and I got a whole bunch. So I want to ask you this question, and then we're gonna go through some of our responses. Rob, in your opinion, what is a bottom tier fruit? Anything with a melon, like a watermelon, honeydew melon, cantaloupe. Those are all trash. Um, yeah, those are all trash. Raisins ain't shit. Y'all really hate raisins, bro. Like, I can eat raisins, but like, I'm not trying to eat raisins. Like they definitely low. Like that shit. Yeah, Ravens ain't shit, yo. Nah, you you hating. I don't know. So what? Which one is yours? Well, we're similar in cantaloupe. Cantaloupe is trash. Grapefruit is trash. Yeah. Um, yeah, grapefruit is trash too. Yeah, you're right. Uh, what else? That I thought was like really trash. That's. I, I like watermelon. I don't like it as much as I used to. I don't really like watermelon. Yeah. Regular melons are awful. I hate so honeydew. I hate honeydew. Regular melon. I I don't like none of that. But Rob, I'm gonna read you some of the responses I got, and if you want me to add uh, mention their names, I will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Los is our guy, Rob. Los oh, is our bro. Wow, cause he a PG County nigga. Fam, he said strawberry flavored stuff hits, but actual strawberries are nasty. And I was like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> but I understand where he's coming from because no. I don't really necessarily like peaches like that. But peach flavored stuff is fire, though. How do you not like? So you like I just outgrew peaches. Like I had a lot of peaches as a kid. And then one day I was just like, they cool, but like 
I'm not trying that's, to eat That's why I feel about watermelon. Like, they're cool. I don't eat them like I used to. Nah, Do you I like pears? Because that's what it really eat. started. The girl who, who made the original tweet was like, pears is a bottom tier fruit. I'm like, yeah, you expecting the pears? You said what? Yeah, pears are fire. Oh, I was about to be like, don't disrespect the pears. Now we really just got to throw hands. Like, yeah, I don't know how you can say anything about pears. It's up there with, like, grapes. Like, Well, speaking of which, Van said grapes. Yeah, Van, you're an idiot. Van <laughs> <laughs> said, uh, what, any melon, um, yeah, watermelon and honeydew got a lot. K-Dub said grapefruit. You said melon or raisins. People were really saying grapes. Taylor called me. She said raisins because I'm a grandpa. I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> there were some people that said bananas. I'm allergic to bananas. See, that's different. Like, that's I can't get mad at that. If you allergic to it, it's like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Someone said raspberries, and I'm like, how? Who eats enough raspberries to not like raspberries? Raspberries are great, bro. The flavor is great. Like, the, like you eat raspberries? Yeah. Like the actual berry, not like jam or like... Yes. Where the fuck do you get those from? The, the grocery store? <laughs> Just buy them and eat them? Yes, they're good. I don't, do that. I don't do that for any like berry, like blueberry. Like Blueberries are good. I eat like blueberry muffins and stuff, but I don't really eat. Blueberry muffins are great. Blackberries <laughs> like, are okay. I don't hate it, but I don't like love it. I don't eat anything with blackberries. Not even blackberry molasses. I was gonna bust into the song, but like molasses. <laughs> what are you sixty? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Um, I had some molasses cookies and felt like I was getting diabetes. Yeah, watermelon. <laughs> Someone said pineapples, and I'm like, how, bro? Uh, shout out our guy Cam. He was like, tomatoes so trash, we made them be vegetables. And I was like, you got a point. <laughs> Wait, tomatoes are fruit? Yeah. It's, Somebody, it's origin is a the fruit. That's one of the science facts I learned when I was a kid. Yeah. Some people said kiwi. One of my that's coworkers weird. said apples, and I'm like, hmm? yeah, I don't know. People really don't like pears or grapes. I'm like, grapes are amazing. Yeah, that's weird. Who doesn't like grapes? We gotta talk to Van. We gotta have an intervention. (laughs) Sure. And yeah, and if you didn't make the list, but you want to tweet me a a wild opinion you have about a fruit you don't like, sure. And if Rob flames you, well. (laughs) You know? <laughs> that's all I got I don't say anything guys don't believe that <laughs> um also I guess speaking of wild I'm so every year I'm reminded why I'm so glad we went to Panama City cause Miami is tripping bro these videos dog I see. I'm just, yeah, I'm not that type of nigga. That shit is too hot every time. Like every time, man. And the thing is, you know, the youth are getting blamed for going down there. I blame the state officials. It's like, yo, y'all close everything off. They're not going down there. So a, a lot of people have blamed my opinion. Like, yeah, they're gonna be kids. Like, we're young. We can't nah, I think both of them get blamed because, like, no, I hate when people say they're gonna be kids. Like, fam, I'm a grown. Like, yeah, no, for sure. There's time to be an adult, motherfucker, and you taking trips to Miami, you obviously old enough to do that. You're an adult, like. 
stay, yeah, so. You're right. But I definitely, like, the, the governor and the mayor just like, bro, just shut it down. They shouldn't have shit open. And I seen people I knew down there just like, yo, I'm, I'm trying to get away. I'm going to Miami. I'm like, eh, nah. I'm cool, you, man. You, going, you trying to get away, you going to Miami at that time. Yeah, like you, you know what it is. Like, as much as I love, I've, I've been to Miami a few times. I'm probably never going in March. Unless I have to, I don't plan on going in March. Because it's like, y'all want to go on on uh, Ocean Drive or whatever. And then I'm like, yo, what's all these kids doing here? People out here wild? Nah, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. People out of town just doing stupid stuff. And then you get caught up in that. Nope. So, yeah, um, with that. And then I guess... We we can touch on uh, something that affected the country. Really, like last week and this week, we've had two mass shootings. But you know, yesterday, what happened in uh, Boulder, Colorado? And I'm just sitting there like, dang. For me, I said to myself, one of the few silver linings of 2020 was everyone had to be inside, so there really weren't any mass shootings, or to the level that we were quote unquote getting used to. And now that things are starting to open up, I'm like, yeah, I was going to the grocery store to go get vaccinated, go get something. Like, the dude, they interviewed was like, man, I almost died because I went to go get some chips and a soda. Like, really? Like, yeah, man. Clearly there's wrong, something wrong with these people. And y'all not creating the right, the adequate laws to keep guns up. No, but what's, what's, really, what's even wilder? They they tried to make a, a a gun law saying, hey, you need to go through proper restrictions. And they appealed it. Six days after the appeal, this happened. Let me try to go find the tweet so I can be correct in my statement. But yeah, bro. Like, see it? So it's like, it's like, look, this gun violence in America has been going on for two, like God knows how long, right? Like that's just been a problem of ours for like for a few decades. Like that shit is like, why does there so many guns in America? Like, why is it so easy to get guns in America? Like, just like. White people are here wilding. Yeah, so here's a tweet. It says, so get this. Boulder banned assault rifles, so NRA sued them, and a judge lifted the ban. Today, six days later, a gunman killed 10 people with an AR-style uh, gun in Boulder. What is the meaning of liberty if you worry about getting killed at a grocery store? So they actually was like, hey, we want to do right. NRA was like, wrong. Let's appeal it. Boom. Like, bro, like it's gonna just tell you where power resides in time. Like, you gotta, like, y'all gotta stand up for yourselves. This is ridiculous. Like, not this is crazy. Like, fam, we've been saying this for years. Like, bro, like, the moment we became aware of this, especially like through Twitter, like when they would just like tweet these things daily and like weekly and shit, we're just like, I don't think this is a problem. Yeah, like, man. 20 students here, 10 students here, 15 here, 8 here. You're like... And I will say, like, 
I guess I don't know if it's me just seeing all the the videos on Twitter or me working in news where I was starting to become numb to it and that shouldn't be human to me this one kind of hit me different because we kind of went a year where it didn't really happen and for me to experience that I was like wake I was watching uh March Madness game um I want to say I was watching the Alabama versus Maryland game mm. and they was like hey it was like halftime like oh we're just letting you know that there's been a shooting in Colorado we don't have any information but we're gonna let you know and I'm like huh I'm like, what's going on? And then go to eat, and then we watch it, MSNBC. You see it. I'm like, dang, bro. What? Like, nah, man. Like, that's... That ain't cool, bro. I mean, it's worse than, like, cool. No, no, but you you know what I mean. Like, I'm not... Of course it's not cool, but it's just like... It it hit me different where in years past when when people... When it would be mass shootings, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't... I became numb to it where I was it was just like another alert or another notification. We we could be chilling talking, bloop. What? It's just like dang and it I I felt like this one kinda made me just go like wow that that's that's sad, yo. And between that and what happened in Atlanta last week with uh the spa shootings. Yeah, it's like no, this time, was crazy. Bro. This is this is crazy because like some things are just grandfathered in, right? Like you just understand, like why I say when we got when we became a certain age and social media became, you know, as rampant and widespread as it become and we started getting those like reports and things like that, they start flooding in. So many times it was like, Damn, that's just crazy, that's just crazy. But then like you said, we normalized it. But we got hit with the reset button because of COVID. Yeah, like, so it was you didn't like didn't see it. And then it's like boom. Right back to normal. Like, right back to it. Like, you're like, dang, like, bro. Really be dying. Like, getting shot in schools. Like, you getting shot, like, at the gro like, bro, like, the grocery shot, store, like, dog. Stores, like, bro, like, you know how many times I've seen video footage of, like, someone in the grocery store with a gun, and I'm just thinking, like, if I'm ever in a Walmart and someone's, like, trying to shoot someone, I'm like, like, you know how crazy your life is going to be after that? And what was wild, we were watching, you know, on TV, and they were like, we don't know if that's the suspect. And they were carrying him in arm, in handcuffs. He was walking. He had, like, blood. He had no shirt on. He had blood on, down his right leg. Mm. And they were like, we don't know if that's a shooter. I'm like, that's a shooter. You're not arresting a, a victim. Like, that's a shooter. And because he's white, you know, he's being carried away. Because I'm like, that's one of us. We're dead. We're not making it to court or whatever like I know what type of time that is man and it that just sucked man um so prayers to everybody out in Colorado even even though Oz isn't out there I, I hit him I was like yo I don't know how far that is from your fam you know and I hit up my homie Chris shout out Chris um yeah that that's just really unfortunate bro America's sick bro See the world we live in, man. We just gotta get through it day by day. But we've been potting well over our time limit. Um, a lot of things that came that occurred, so we had to give y'all an action-packed episode. Uh, Rob, any shout-outs before we get up out of here? You, you, you! Shout out to the Lakers because we better make some fucking trades. <laughs> we fucking sitting in the bed right now. Um, shout out to the shout out to Gordon, like you know, 
NCAA teams because they had like the worst gyms. Like, what the hell was that? Yeah, they between the gym and the uh, the swag bag or the merch, you see the difference. Like the men's swipe they had everything the women had like a couple things then dog that gym the women's gym was the equivalent of like an apartment but yeah like the like the little fake like the little rinky dink hotel weight room yeah and it wasn't even weights it was just dumbbells that was literally it dumbbells and said yo get it popping that's ridiculous. The money yeah, that when the girl was like, "If y'all think we only have a small space, this is the entire space for us. This is all we have." That's like, yo, fam, that's ridiculous. Like the men's tournament, how much money that shit rakes in? Like, if it ain't enough, if you trying to lie and whatever and say it ain't enough in the women's budget, like you need, you can take some of that and. And then, like the crazy thing, like they they switched it the next day. Yeah, because you know bullying works. So you telling me you had the capability to do it this whole time? It was just like, yeah, no, speak on it. Nah, don't even care. Like that's crazy. Like yo, at every level, women get disrespected, bro. Yeah, man. Um, and also speaking of women, shout out to the Spurs. Did you see them? Because it's in. March Madness for the women is in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wore different um, uh, jerseys. Yeah, jerseys. Yeah, Rebecca Lobo, Shao Yukon, mm-hmm. Cheryl Miller with uh, the USC. Harvey. Yeah, mm-hmm. although that was super dope. Yeah. Um, for me to shout out if y'all made it this far listening because I know it's a lot longer than we usually give. <laughs> we appreciate it first and foremost. Um, again, shout out. I don't know if I. Really did a shout out to anyone and everyone that gave showed me some birthday love. Uh, I appreciate it. Rob birthday coming up. Excuse me. So yeah, that should yeah, be really yeah. cool. Um shout out everybody staying out the way and just staying productive. It's warm outside, so if you are if you do have allergies like I do, make sure you take <laughs> your medicine. Cause you definitely I sure I know I need it. Uh, I need to get some more this weekend. Uh, yeah, man. Other than that, you know. Yeah, man. Um, shout out to all the WNBA players on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> all right, words. Out to the that, WNBA players. <laughs> we we salute you, like Liz Cambridge. What's up? Um, so you look at that with all post moves. <laughs> <laughs> She's the first. Uh. Didn't she get signed with uh, Savage Fincy or whatever as an ambassador? Something like that? She just. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. Um, I think that's it on my end. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, so. Actually, because Usher's Confessions came out as we're recording this, what song do you want to play? And we gotta both kind of agree on it. I'm not gonna agree on Superstar. Yes, no, we're not gonna just pick up. I mean, we could do it because Usher's he uh, dropped a lot of heat the last year and a half, and no one really cared. But because he dropped that bullshit album that time. It, all right, 
We tried to, we showed love and then he he pump faked us. So nah, fuck it. There was two joints he, on the He pump faked us and then during COVID just drops his like little John record. It's like, you you had this the whole time and you think it was this bullshit. Like what was this? And he had like two other records that was Heat. Heat, bro. Yeah, he gave us that shit. No, that's what fuck you Usher. Um <laughs> Mm, I don't know. Confessions part one. Mm. That shit is fire. Yeah. All right, we can do part one. Um. Yeah, we not doing the sensual stuff. That'd be kind of weird. Yeah, we can do part one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sensual stuff. Like you know. Uh, can you handle it? That's why I said we're not doing. <laughs> oh, you said he's any sensual stuff. I said we're not doing the sensual. Oh, stuff. I thought you said essential stuff. Oh no, no. And I was like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, so. Alright. Till the next time, y'all. Peace. Peace.
Instead of everything being all bad, baby, everything will be all good. I don't wanna lose you, but I know what I'm telling you ain't gonna make you wanna stay. You probably just wanna run away. I'm mad enough to punch me in my face. I've been living like an idiot, and I deserve every bit of it. I know today is the day that I end all the line and the plan and the bullshit, girl. I'm sorry, baby, I'm sorry, but I can no longer walk around with this stress on my chest. I can feel. Baby. 